We're shouting out every team for the 2021 season, making our projections. We're talking today about the New Orleans Saints, joined by special guest Nick Script. Nick, tell us just a little bit about yourself and where we can find your work. Yeah, uh, thanks again for having me on. You can find everything on Twitter at P2WFantasy. That's where all the content comes out. Uh, go live, typically rotating on Tuesdays. Go live with Steffi Smalls on Thursdays. And then just a bunch of other uh, random content throughout the week. But yeah, always always like uh, teaming up with I-80 for sure. Thank you again for having us. Uh, thank you, not for having us. Thank you for joining us. I uh, <laughs> Working both as a host and a guest today, so... You know, the brain's on lockdown. Many we got to talk about quarterbacks for the New Orleans Saints. Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill. I have Jameis Winston projected as the starter who's going to hold on to that role for the full season. Is there any doubt in anyone here's mind that Jameis Winston has the ball under center day one? I I don't doubt it because Sean Payton himself said that um, if if Jameis Winston is the quarterback then uh, and Taysom Hill is the backup, that opens up the playbook even more. And that if Taysom Hill is the quarterback and Jameis is the backup, then the playbook gets a little more narrow. Then so we I have what we saw in 2020 when Drew Brees was down. But we got to project Jameis for a full season. Now he was the interception and touchdown leader the last time he played a full 16 games. I have met 525 pass attempts. 381 completions, 3,930 yards, 34 touchdowns, 16 interceptions. Maybe that was hopeful. Maybe I think too much about laser correction on that vision. We will see. <laughs> I also am at 75 rush attempts, 285 yards, two rushing touchdowns. 17.8 fantasy points per game puts him at quarterback 12 behind Matt Ryan's 2020 numbers. Steve, where is he going now? He's quarterback 26 going in the 14th round. And, you know, the last season that he played, yeah, he would, yeah, he had 32 touchdowns and 30 interceptions, but he also threw for 5,000 plus yards. I think he, I think he was close to breaking Drew Brees' um, passing record or something. He had, he had over 5,000 yards passing. This kid loves to throw so a laser correction or not you know quarterback 26 14th round that's a steal i think payton's uh sean payton's gonna reel him in just a little bit nick what do you think about uh, uh james winston this season It'll be interesting because Drew Brees is a little bit more conservative and accurate, and then you have Winston, who is a lot more aggressive. So uh, they might maybe hold some things back, but I think that you know, seeing him for a fantasy perspective, QB three in twenty nineteen had that massive season. Now he now he gets to see the field better, literally. Um, I, I think if he's going QB QB twenty six, that is that's crazy. I think there's just so so many people worried about what if they start Taysom Hill? What if they start Taysom Hill? And it's two different offenses, so it's not like they're going to have an easy switch. So if Winston is the guy, I think he's a massive buy right now, especially if there's question marks in your your fantasy league or your upcoming draft. I, 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 okay, I have this question. What what happens if Jameis Winston – let's say that we're getting towards the end of August and Sean Payton hasn't named a, a starter yet. And let's say that Jameis Winston in your fantasy draft towards the end of August is still sitting there in the 14th round and, um, and Payton just names him the starter. Do you think you're getting excellent value there, or do you think, or uh, uh, no? I phrase. Here's the, the answer: If on. I'm in a draft, he is not going in the 14th round. I promise you that. I will take him before that. Um, I don't think there's a big option. I, I think he has to be the guy, and I love where he's going. I, I think it's it's going to be there one way or another. And if you're like me and you're drafting quarterbacks late then it's going to be Jameis Winston and all that upside or whoever I can pick up and plug in week to week. And I don't care because I stream quarterbacks all the time. I do that anyway. <laughs> 
Enough I said, have a different philosophy said. when it comes to that, but <laughs> yeah. Let's move on to the running backs. Alvin Kamara, you got Latavius Murray. Those are the two guys we're going to talk about right now. Alvin Kamara, I thought I was going to be a little lower than most people on Alvin Kamara, but when I statted him out, the touches, the target share is just so good. It's great for fantasy. Um, last year, he had 187 rushes for 932, 16 touchdowns, added 83 receptions for 756 yards and five touchdowns. I see him this year for the very first time breaking 1,000 yards on the ground. I'm at 20, 225 rushes, 1,080 yards, 12 touchdowns. Also, I'm at 116 targets for 93 receptions, 807 yards, and five receiving touchdowns. That's a lot of work. It's a lot of efficiency. Lands him at 19.8 points per game or running back three on the season right ahead of Dalvin Cook. And before I preface this, what I want to say is if you have Al Kamara as running back one, that's fine. I am mm -hmm. fine with that all day long. In fact, what I would tell you to do, put Alvin Kamara at the top spot. Put him at the top spot, 17 games, running back one. For every game you think he's going to miss, move him down two spots. And I think that would land him exactly where you want him in the draft. Yeah. Steve, yeah. where's he going? He's 104. He's the fourth overall running back going 104. You know, it, 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 um, according to Final Fantasy Football Calculator, they have Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, and Alvin Kamara as the, as the top four running backs. And I'm going to tell you straight up, you can make the case for any one of these people to, to any one of these running backs to be the, the first overall pick because Christian McCaffrey, his lowest that he's being drafted, 103. Dalvin Cook, 105. Derrick Henry, 107. Alvin Kamara, 109. You know, and, and all of them, all four of them are being, uh, you know, at times are being drafted 101. So there is no real, yeah. you know, downside to taking any one of them as the number one overall. I completely agree. Nick, how do you have uh, Alvin Kamara this season? I haven't finalized, but it's hard to argue him outside. Like you said, the top four right there. Um, I think, you know, a lot of people tie Drew Brees to Kamara and think that, you know, one is going to be not successful because the quarterback's gone, but it's the same head coach. It's the same system. Uh, Winston targeted Dare Ogu, something long name and Rojo in 2019, 86 times those two combined in. Alvin Kamara is a lot better of a pass catcher than both of those guys. So if you're worried about Winston targeting running backs, I don't think you should be because it's Sean Payton. It's the same system. And I'm in redraft, not counting out him having, again, a top top four uh, finish for the season. 80% of his games, he was top 10 in, in 2020. So the guy is very consistent and he's used in so many different ways. And he's not just a, tech ch a check down option. There are plays specifically oh, yeah. pass the ball to Alvin Kamara. It's not like the ball ends up in his hands by accident or by some mm -hmm. luck. Okay, it is yep. very specifically designed that way. Let's move on to Latavius Murray, age 31. Still hasn't reached that 1,800 carry cliff. Um, he's still over 600 short. So I, I think this guy is the next, you know, uh, fountain of youth guy. Um, we, we talk about Frank Gore like that all the time. I, I don't see his production declining that much. I have 150 carries for 660 yards, three touchdowns, 26 receptions for eight, 185. That puts him at running back 40 ahead of Jarek McKinnon and Jamal Williams, where they ended up in 2020. Steve, where do we have Latavius Murray now? He's running back 44 being taken in the 10th round. And for me personally, running back 44, 10th round, the best handcuff in the NFL, who's going to give you potential upside every game. Sign me up. I love Latavius Murray. Nick, do you love Latavius Murray? 
307 yards, four touchdowns on 62 carries when he started for Kamara in 2019 for those two games. This past this past season, he went uh, 19 for 124 yards and two touchdowns in, in Week 12. I mean, this guy, when he, when he gets the touches, he does well. So could he have uh, flex value by himself in a week that you are in a pinch and have some injuries? P- potentially, I don't know. Uh, and, and like you just said, is he the best handcuff in the NFL right now for fantasy? You can argue it. Maybe I won't say that's the case, but you can definitely argue it. I'm not that bold, but he is a very good handcuff. And, and someone, like I said, age isn't the only factor. We got to talk about touches. And when we talk about that touches, Cliff, he hasn't reached that yet. He's he's actually quite far away from that. Um, he may not reach that in his career. So I love Latavius Murray, a player that we're, I'm going to keep coming back to throughout this season. But we do have to move on to talk about some pass catchers, specifically Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas missed nine games with an injury in 2020, which kind of killed his fantasy value. This year, we seem to see him teamed up with Jameis Winston, and I, I am very eager to see how that shakes out. I am in a slight down tick, down tick for targets, 160 targets and 107 receptions. That's weird saying down tick and 107 receptions in the same sentence, but I guess we have to. 1,158 yards and nine touchdowns. That puts him at 13 points per game or the wide receiver 12 behind Allen Robinson and ahead of Robert Woods. Where's he going to Jass right now? Um, he's wide receiver eight being taken in the second round with the 12th pick. Um, I'm personally going to sell on this because, you know, Michael Thomas has always been more outside of that really fantastic season that he had. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, Michael Thomas has never really been like a high wide receiver one. He's always been a he's always been a low wide receiver one, high high wide receiver two. So take it. I mean, end of the second round. If he was if he was to fall to me in the third round, I'd definitely consider it. But not a not too not rich for your round. blood. I agree. Yeah. He's also too rich for my blood. And part of the reason why is because he had a 72% pass uh, catch rate last year. 77.6% of his targets he's caught throughout his career. That efficiency is Drew Breesian. That is not Jameis Winstonian. Okay, that is not. (laughs) I had to drop him down to 67%. And that little 6 or 7% drop dropped him 6 or 7% of where he should be. And for me, that makes all the difference. Nick? Yeah, I mean, 2019 single season reception record, but like you are saying, I mean, it's very different when you have Drew Brees, who's conservative and very, very accurate. Um, I, You had him as wide receiver 12. The rankings I just came out with, I had him as 13. Some people said I was too low on him, but if he's going as the eight and I have him 13, then I'm probably not uh, buying him that high personally. Absolutely. And when you talk about the other pass catchers, we have Traquan Smith, uh, Marcos Callaway, and Deontay Harris. All guys that we're not going to talk about because I don't have them being fantasy relevant pieces. But watch for our sleeper shows because we will talk about them at some point in the future. But we're going to finish up with Adam Troutman, a guy who I really, really want to see this year. Um, I left him off my rankings and I got yelled at by Saints fans in the fantasy community um, explicitly (laughs) online saying, how dare you leave him off your rankings? I think uh, Bob from Bob's Three Toad Warriors was part of that conversation because we both released our tight end. Uh, that's a blast in the past, right? Yep, both yep. released our tight end uh, predictions on the same day. Um, I'm not going to miss him again this season. I think he does get a target share. I'm at 75 targets, 51 receptions, and uh, 561 yards, seven touchdowns. That's 7.3 points per game or tight end 13. In 2020, that would be ahead of Hunter Henry and Dalton Schultz to be the final tight end one. I have him as my 
early breakout tight end of the season. Steve, where's he going? He's undrafted right now. So going for free 99, going for <laughs> yeah. free 99. Are yeah. you buying him there, nice. Nick? Nice. A- absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Senior season at Dayton, seventy receptions for nine hundred and sixteen yards, fourteen touchdowns. I, he he can he can handle it. He can handle it. I don't know mm-hmm. what the competition was like, but this he's a capable blocker as well. I know. I think Vanette might be in the system who who, who blocks well, but yes. he's a bit he's a big dude. He might be in every down tight end. We we don't know. And I think for free going into a starting role, and and he mm-hmm. was a good pass catcher in in in, uh, in college on a team that does not have a lot of pass catchers. That's that's just a screaming, screaming buy for free. Yeah, I mean, he he he's definitely someone that you can consider with your very last pick because, it, you know, what what's what's the harm if he if he's the if he's the last player on your bench, then you know if somebody if somebody's outperforming him, you could just cut him. So you know, taking him as the last player or taking your chance of trying to see if you can get him undrafted. Hit that little flag on the yeah. waivers and yeah, just exactly. kind of keep an eye week to week. I could absolutely see that. And like I said, we we are missing a clear number two wide receiver. It could be yeah. Adam Troutman. We know it's not Nick Vanette. I love Nick Vanette. He's a great NFL player. He's a good blocker. But that's where it ends. We, mm-hmm. I'm not even worried. I have him projected for 17 receptions this season. It's he's yeah. negligible. Adam Troutman is my guy. Yeah, I mean, I, I personally, I personally think with Jameis Winston, if Jameis Winston is slinging the rock around, I mean, I I see upside for Troutman. I see upside for um, Traquan Smith. You know, I, I I think that that could be a nice little trio of pass catchers there. My I think Michael Thomas will still lead the pack. I think we'll finally get something out of Traquan Smith that we we've been wanting for years, and and I think that Adam Troutman can certainly have a breakout season in his second season. Absolutely, Nick. Do you have any final thoughts on the New Orleans Saints? No, I, I think uh, we covered everybody without really talking about anybody that's uh, a wide receiver not named Michael Thomas. But um, yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I'm looking forward to a, a, a comeback visionary season from from Jameis Winston. I, from your words to God's ears, man. I, I really, I really hope that too. There's a lot of value to be had on this Saints team. They've been a very good team for a very long time. Hopefully that continues. We will see a lot of things are changing, but I think a lot of things stay the same. And when you have Sean Payton, a quarter, uh, coach like that, I think this is going to be the Saints that you see a lot lot more often than not. Um, Nick, before we go, can you just plug yourself one more time? Let us know where we can find you. Absolutely. All the content comes out at P2W Fantasy on Twitter. So uh, catch me live streaming. Um, catch me producing some content here and there. And uh Again, thank you for having me on, Bob. I love it. Don't just play to play, play to win. Set the tagline. Close. Sure. Close enough. Close enough. I, that's fine. I don't know what it is. <laughs> thank you guys for joining us at iSports.